Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about a film that is... Um, a film? An experiment in <laughs> padding, let's say. Uh, someone who has... It's like somebody who got to the end of the day and realized that their their essay was due. They'd written one page. It was supposed to be six pages long. They wrote that one page, and then they just crammed whatever they could into the last four pages. <laughs> and they were like, oh, uh, what about some black and white footage from another movie? Yeah, and, this, uh, this, his, his movie watching habits are definitely like, oh, shoot, this essay is too short. Maybe I can triple space it and they won't notice. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to boost the font up a little bit. Yes. Ah, there, totally long. Perfect. Uh, yes. This is the movie Doom Asylum. Uh, it is a... Uh, there's I've got a lot of problems with this movie. I mean, this is this is a fun film because of a lot of things. It is it's silly and it's I love the DIY aesthetic of it and I love the way that it feels like just a bunch of dum-dums playing around at a location yeah. and making a fun movie. Those parts of it make me love it and I enjoy watching it. I've seen it 50 times and I'll mm-hmm. continue to watch this movie. Uh and so when I criticize it, it's only from it's it's with love obviously and like it always it almost always is with these movies i have I, also got to criticize it with love uh because yeah because it's got I a lot to criticize like <laughs> oh yeah but it's fun it's just a dumb fun movie right. uh it's very similar um not similar but i liken it almost to silent night deadly night 2 where hmm. you just cut out all those flashbacks you know what i mean i kind of want to take this movie and chop out all of his that, that todd slaughter movie watching that he does yeah um and I'm, it probably it would probably be like what sixty-five minutes then? Yeah, the whole, I mean, it's only like seventy-seven as it is. Probably like ten minutes of movie. Is it watching. even that? I thought it was less than that, but yeah, it's it's a it's a short movie. It is an hour and eighteen minutes. Yeah, whatever it is, it is based. Okay, so it is literally the exact definition of feature <laughs> length. Basically, they were like, <laughs> "Here you go." Uh, we just put in an extra minute of black and white yeah. footage to get you right up to the end. Well, it's like but the I, essay. Do you think the editor was like that? Yep, all done. Pumped <laughs> in a nice 65 minutes. Boss is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I know this movie was <laughs> as insane as this sounds. Again, this sounds, uh, you know, I hate to keep clarifying myself here, but these are DIY fun effects that are in this movie. This is a $90,000 budget. So, you know, any criticism is, you know, only based against any other movie that would have had 20 times the budget. Uh, honestly, the effects in this movie are so good for the budget level that it oh, has. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's kind of mind blowing. There are two or three effects in this that were just so impressive and wonderful. Yeah. Some of them are so silly that they're awesome. Like the the actual kills in the movie and the gore and all that stuff super fun it's great the makeup for the the corner is great too he's good he's definitely suffering from slush latex issues because you know you're sweating and it's not sticking and you can't use prosade and there's nothing that'll like you you can definitely tell some days they were like really on top of the makeup the other days they were not (laughs) probably the whole what two days they spent shooting (laughs) absolutely i had to do foam latex for a uh for a play once that had a full bigfoot in this play. And so I had to do his full foam latex appliance every night. And uh, and it turned out that when they I got the budget money and everything, it was like, okay, cool. So, you know, we'll do this. And then the next night I was like, okay, cool. Where's the other appliance? And they were like, 
oh, we could only afford one appliance. And so they wanted me to stretch a foam latex appliance for 14 performances or 12 huh? performances or something like that, which is nearly impossible by the end of it it was just like falling to pieces and it was really <laughs> gross, was gross feeling too. oh i can't imagine the poor actor who was actor, wearing yeah, it. yeah, yeah. it's just like <laughs> it's like soaked with his sweat because foam yeah. latex like you don't even need the adhesive anymore just like, <laughs> oh. oh yeah like prosade wasn't touching it it wasn't like holding on holding so. it all <laughs> yeah so like the oil makeup had to hold it in place <laughs> but yeah that's that's definitely what i was feeling there and again it adds to the fun of it my yep. biggest complaint about this movie, not that, you know, I, I wish it was at night. That's my yep. only problem is, and, and again, I know that they didn't want to get murdered. And so, you know what? Don't get murdered for this movie. This was not a movie worth going out to an asylum in New Jersey at night and getting stabbed by some weirdos. Yep. Totally not worth it, but it would have been really cool if the asylum been... itself is a great set. Oh, I guess so it's, I guess good. it's uh demolished now. Oh, such a but bummer. Yeah, so the movie was actually shot in an abandoned yeah. asylum, basically. Yeah, I mean, that is the asylum. It has a is... new cubing machine in it. A meat cubing <laughs> machine for some reason. <laughs> yeah, you know, the body processing machine that they yep. all have. Um, hey, stop acting up, weirdos. Or <laughs> turn you into cubes with springs. <laughs> yeah, with springs. And it just doesn't work on top because the hand sticks out for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> such a ridiculous cartoon. And that's. The the other, okay, you know what? There's a couple complaints. The comedy in this movie, this movie was like, couldn't, either couldn't decide if it was a comedy or it tried to be a comedy and every comedic moment failed except for like two. And they were like, just, it's it's a comedy. Uh, no, it's a horror movie because it's, I don't know. There were just I so many. I think they were going straight for comedy. And I think most of the time it lands. Really? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> right. All right, let's talk about this and okay. let's let's see which ones of these things that you think land. All right. Okay, so we start off uh, with a car driving under a bridge to a shitty uh, House of the Rising Sun cover. Don't they um, use totally again 10 minutes later in the future? <laughs> it's like we bought this one song. God damn it, we're going to use it. <laughs> we, yeah, we had it because the song is public domain. They got another band that isn't the animals to cover it and then got it for free. But still, <laughs> they got that band to record it. God damn it. So they're yep. going to use it multiple times. Um, and so this has got this is the car with the two partying yuppie douches, the woman and man man's driving. They're talking about how they just won a five million dollar lawsuit. I uh, ostensibly against her ex-husband. I don't like, know. It doesn't matter at all. It's like, weird. I don't He's understand a, this. Yeah. Why? Why you even have this backstory of lawyers and like? I I have a theory, but <laughs> yep. I could be wrong. My theory is that in the script they had planned that the reveal that he was the lawyer was going to be a surprise and that you were supposed to think it was the coroner, but they didn't know how to set that up. And so they mm -hmm. just abandoned it to me. Okay. That's what I, yeah. that's, that's how it felt to me where it was like, Oh, this is going to be a big mystery. And then at the end, they're going to be like, no, it's not the coroner. Turns out it's actually the lawyer. Uh, <laughs> but then at the beginning they were like, uh, we got <laughs> we got a week. Fuck it. Just go. Yeah. This isn't working out right. Because that, that's the thing that bugs me a little bit, too, is like he they call him the coroner. He gets a yeah. nickname and then yep. he kills people with autopsy instruments. But it's like, 
Why wouldn't they and just make And then he makes lawyer jokes halfway Why through. Would... Halfway through, he starts making lawyer jokes. Yeah, so he's yeah. Like, <laughs> he's he's not even sticking to the idea like that he's hiding. They, why, why wouldn't they just make him a coroner? And like, in the I, beginning, we don't right, need exactly. any other story. The lawyer, the money doesn't matter. Uh, wouldn't it make more sense? That, and then the coroner, when he gets to the table, is like, like, oh my gosh, I'm cutting up on my own. You know what I mean? Well, why? <laughs> why isn't it that it turns out that he was so that was the lawyer and the wife and she's cheating on him the wife was married to the coroner who's just been taken to the cleaners by this lawyer and their car crashes and he winds up on his autopsy table why is he still alive on the autopsy table because he faked some stuff and put him under and he was gone crazy and then this guy gets up stabs him disfigures him with acid does something and now the coroner is disfigured and is a murderer and he's living in the asylum fix it i mean (laughs) really to me that's that's the story but uh but that's not the way they go he's the lawyer and he makes a couple of lawyer jokes some of which are actually kind of funny yeah um okay so uh they blah, blah, crash blah. in my in my favorite movie crash fashion where you can't afford to shoot the car crash. Just move the camera around a little bit and then have the car drive off screen. That yeah. makes the sound effect. I you get it. edited into your car crash. But what I liked about this edited car crash where a lot of like shitty directors would when you can't do it and you know you can't. If you're a bad director, mm-hmm. what you would do in this case is just cut into it. This guy was smart enough that he actually did the smoke thing where it was like. He came into it and it was smoky and then it kind of faded in with the smoke. It was yep. a nice look. It actually that was like, cool. It looked really, it looked pretty good. Again, because he had limited, you know, he had limited stuff to work with. It, it was cool. Um, I, my, my favorite part was when she pours champagne on his crotch prior to this. Yeah, she's like, he's like oh, hey, we're having pickles. sexy fun times. You know what's fun? Gold champagne on the groin. <laughs> And he's like, I'm going to play along with it because I'm rich and I've got a hot girlfriend now, I guess. I guess I'm yeah, going to pretend like, that oh, this is He's like, oh, it cool. tickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also super uncomfortable. And now I'm chafing. Good thing the car crashed. Anyway, <laughs> oncoming car, they crash, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and we cut to the autopsy room. And guess well, what? Th- What's the coroner doing? Because it's <laughs> such a shock. He's got a big sandwich. Because they've never done that before. I've always um, dreamed of making a, a super cut of that. Because you see that all the time. I wonder what was the first movie that had a sandwich-eating corner. Like, it's just become this weird wow. thing. Weird yeah. thing in Hollywood or just in movies. You always see that shit. Yeah. yeah it's... But, um, also, before we get to the corner, I love that when they show after the crash, uh, Judy has lost her arm. Her hand got cut off. Yes. And he's just like, he's like, oh, Judy, Judy. And he picks up the hand. And he just looks at it and he's like, no. And it's like, uh, people can still live with their hand cut off. Like, I know. You, you might want to go check and see if he's okay instead of just holding her hand and screaming. He was just like, it definitely seemed like he was more upset that she had lost a hand yeah. than he was that she might be dying. Especially when she's like, I'm going to be okay. Don't worry about me. And then he's like, no, you're dead. No, maybe get me help. Oh, you're dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's uh, so coroner's eating a sandwich over this thing, and then he, like like every coroner needs to do in an autopsy, he's taking the face off of the the car crash victim. You know, because you, you gotta do that. That's what happens. I mean, 
you gotta take his face off uh oh well whatever so it's and a scam oh, racket his buddy works his... at the uh, funeral home he's in charge of the makeup and reconstruction so he's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck this up big time yeah. so you can charge a bigger bill Help you out. <laughs> yeah. uh and he's like you know what he gets about halfway he is an add coroner because he's like halfway done doing this and he's like sticks the knife in his neck and then he's like um eh, you know what i'm just gonna scoop his brains out why what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he just he just decides that he's got to scoop this guy's brains out. All right, cool. So he's Hanson's got a knife in his neck and he's dripping tons of blood, which looks really cool. Uh, and he turns out he's twitching and the the assistant is like, hey, he's still alive. And he pulls the knife out of his neck. and He's like, where's Judy? Stabs, the, <laughs> stabs the assistant and assistant goes down, pulls the knife out, stabs the coroner dead. So this and then this thing happens. What is this? Is this a joke? Is this? I didn't understand this at all. Okay, so he he stabs them and then we cut to a bucket of guts hitting the floor. Yeah. Was this was that a comedy moment? Was that did they was it supposed to be his guts hitting the floor and they dropped the bucket? Like (laughs) they're like, oh, he was disemboweled. Oops, I dropped the bucket and we can't even use it. We got uh, whatever. We're just going to do this. Uh, Or I could not figure it out. Maybe it was left over from the last autopsy. They they do a lot of them here. They just keep chucking them through and just throw the bucket out the window at the end of the day. (laughs) That's fair. So, all right. So lots of now we we go away and we get cuts of the asylum, which is the real the real cool thing about the thing. Even though it would have been super spooky at night and it would have been way more fun, we get it during the day, which is still because it is a gross abandoned asylum that looks like it's got black mold and horrors that are probably honestly poisoning the people who are acting in this movie. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. Um, some cool shots. Enjoyed it. Um, now we go to the same scene as before, but 10 years later with five <laughs> same best <music>. pals. Same, <laughs> they're l- listening to the same song. <laughs> that I radio station only plays he, that. Yeah, I love how ridiculous too the kids are. Like, there's no... Just like, why are they hanging together? Like a junior psychologist, uh, a ditz, oh. a hunky jock, uh, a baseball card kid, and then just a, a loudmouth dude. Uh, with the greatest bright clothes. Uh, oh, it's just like he's he's a treat. I enjoyed yeah, him. Darnell's a lot. great. Yeah. Darnell <laughs> might be might be the shining star of this movie. At least acting wise, he was like the only person who I would say yep. this is an actor. <laughs> but oh, the, you don't think the girl that played Tina was great? Delicious. I think, <laughs> I think that uh, she might be one of the most delightful people in the world. But other than that, I don't think she was a great actress, but I wouldn't change her performance for anything. God, she was great. <laughs> I, I, you know, I might have to get high tech with this one and cut some scenes in because Ooh. this movie without anybody knowing. <laughs> I might delay the release of this one so that I can cut in. Her laughing is a delight because yeah. it, it's impossible. You can't. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I, I got. There's, there's no way you can't get as wooden as she is. You just. Can't. I know. And it's so overkill. Too. It's so good. She's so fucking good. Yep. Oh my god. But she's not here yet. We're still with. We're still with the best buds, who are all real, real, real bad actors. Um. <laughs> 
And so they're they're all sitting all cool on the back, like on the top of the seat instead of in the seats. So they've got a convertible and they could get decapitated by a bridge if they go too close (laughs) to it. But it's like, wow, that sure does look cool when you're looking at it head on. And then the camera's on the side and they pull in and they're all bored stiff, like completely at like 90 <laughs> degree angles. And they try not to fall out of the car, bro. Very uncool from that angle. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that was good. So they tell the story of dead campers and, you know, this like, you know, your typical horror movie what about all these people who died and this, and there's the, the mad coroner who's killing people. Why are they even going to this place? That's my, I, like, I love that there's no Why answer. did Kiki agree to go to this place? It's where her mom died. Yeah. It's like a block from her mom's death oh, site. Her mom was the person that died in the beginning in the car. Oh, yes. Uh, so, And this is her playing her, the same actress playing the, same, yes. her now, Kiki, uh, played by Patty Mullen. She's fr- it's Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker. She's actually really good. And but she doesn't get any lines. What are you talking about? I mean, well, she doesn't get a lot of lines. In this movie? Yeah. yeah I feel does. like she's... She does the mom like, joke? That joke lands. <laughs> you think so? I yes. thought that was so, so far beyond anything that I understood. I love it because it was not... absurdity. <laughs> Can I call I you mean, mom? <sighs> Hey, is that mom up there fighting with that big dyke on the ledge? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? All right. That th- <laughs> That's so confusing. All right, fine. So blah, blah, blah. Our psychologist complains. Oh, do we have to go through this whole big gestalt? Which is like, yeah, her mom died. And then they're like, she- come on, guys. She died 10 years ago. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> which is money that is money right there um so kiki finds her mom's smashed mirror because they apparently in 10 years haven't cleaned up a goddamn thing from that crash i'm surprised she didn't find her mom's corpse there yeah um but the car still the car is still stuck to the tree uh that would have been good okay so this is where we start getting introduced to the idea that all of our characters have bizarre quirks for seemingly no reason. So our main hunky jock guy is indecisive. <laughs> I love <He's>, it. <laughs> that joke lands. <laughs> oh man. Who I, does it? I, I, <laughs> I think it does. Up. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> Every single time he does anything, he's like, you know, it's going to be all right. Or is it? Or not? I don't know. I could be your mom if you want. Or not. Oh, can I call you mom? What? Yeah. <laughs> and so for the rest of this, she now refers to her boyfriend as mom. Yes. And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, fine. I'm going to... I'll. I'll... I'll go with you. Yeah. But they drive Let's... into the parking lot of the asylum and Tina and the Tots are playing. Yeah. And what was up with that music? Like, uh, It's weird because I watched it with the subtitles and it credited a real band huh. <laughs> and a real song. It was like psychodrama plays something or other. And I was like, wow. That, I mean, <laughs> I have heard bands that sound like that. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, it's not 
it's well, not just, that just, difference from it's, a, it's, it's it seems really funny that it doesn't sound like the instruments are playing whatsoever <laughs> or like it sounded like a melvin's b-side i'm sure it was, yeah and know, it's clear whatever. that that girl is not a drummer <laughs> I liked her. I liked yeah. what she was doing. I I mean, she was she was Chuck this one Biscuits in it, you know, full on like standing up. That's what Chuck Biscuits looks like when he plays the drummer for Danzig. He stands up and hits like a oh, yeah. caveman. So, you know, there's a precedent for that. Um, they were obviously terrible. Uh, Tina and the Tots are absurdly awful. They are like... Yep. Like Netzer Ebb with somebody leaning on the fucking <laughs> turntable. Yeah, where the uh, hell are they getting the power from there? The, <laughs> this this doom asylum, this <laughs> dilapidated abandoned asylum has running water and <laughs> power still, I guess. Okay. It was very they were very kind to continue to pay the power and water yep. for this building. <laughs> so that was, you know, that's the one real benefit of your doom asylum, as opposed to a, another type of asylum. Uh so <laughs> They're rocking so hard that the singer's wig falls off and they just keep shooting. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> she's got a big weave that's like stuck I noticed into the weave, it. yeah. I never like saw it fall big, off. And she's like, she's like slamming her head and then it falls off and she's like holding it. <laughs> I enjoyed that quite a bit. But uh, our our resident like smartass, Darnell, goes into the building and he's like, I know how to stop this. And he shuts off the power. Uh, he unplugs them and all their amps explode because there's no power in them. I love yeah. that too. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you should always, uh, yeah. And it's like sparks. So it's not even yeah. exploding. It's like sparklers going off. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like, yeah, exactly. And I love his little gleeful face after he does it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got him. Why does she, why does he hate them so much? I don't understand. Because they're, they're like the punkers. These are like the ball kids. Okay, so, so so the the yuppies hate the punkers. Yes. Got it. All right. So our preppy heroes hate that they're expressing themselves, and they want to go get drunk on the lawn in peace. So they unplug them. Got it. Uh, yeah. Keyboard player is a French revolutionary agitator <laughs> artist. Something. Her, name, her name's Godiva. Yep. Okay, that's Godiva. I couldn't parse out who was who. Yeah, the, the drummer is uh, Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who Jarnell takes a shine to. Yes. And we get that ridiculous running through the field <laughs> joke. That's so funny. They do it twice. That was worth it. Worth it. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so... That this, part this honestly <laughs> was my favorite line of the movie, even though it was just a very simple one. I liked What's how it? she just looks down over the over the parapets of this place and she's like, Great, the bourgeoisie are here. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Okay, that's fun. And so uh yes. Uh yeah, that that was the uh we get our first run through the through the field fantasy yep. Darnell and and drummer moment. Uh, and then they all settle down for their picnic outside, and the girls just strip down to bikinis. Bikinis, for, like they're just in bathing suits for the rest of the movie. The whole movie, they're in their bathing suits, but there's not a drop of water around for them to go swimming in. Nope. <laughs> it's almost like they, they just wanted the girls. Like, yeah, oh, like, 100%. But like, <laughs> they were too, they couldn't afford to go to the beach or, yeah. to, or to a spot with a swimming hole or anything yeah. to like make that make sense. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, and then we get our first we get our first glimpse of Tina, which is a goddamn delight. Uh, and she says, hey, assholes, can't you read? Do not enter. 
<laughs> so she's our fake Wendy O. Williams. She's got this like weird studded bra that looks like one of those uh, like a, a Haribo uh, berry candy. And she's awful and awesome. Uh, yep. Now we get one of the more generic beats in the movie. We get returns to our killer in a steam tunnel with POV and heavy breathing. Not exactly new, exciting, groundbreaking stuff, but you know, you got a steam tunnel. You probably want to use it. It's our only, it's the only darkness we have is steam tunnel and his bedroom where he watches these black and white movies for some reason. Where did he get all these movies? I I think he's watching them on TV. I think it's like a me TV kind of thing. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but <laughs> oh, I forgot when the girls get into their bathing suits, that's my, another great line in this. Wow. The sun looks big today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, okay. Classic. That line landed for me. All right. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Chalk that one up in the, in the landed jokes column. Fine. Perfect line. <laughs> okay. Uh, they continue to explain that Darnell may have sexual interest in the drummer, blah, 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 blah. The drama. Uh, <laughs> and now and now we get uh, our punk band filling condoms with water to throw down on them. Uh, and we get another great Tina line. Make that sucker big and hard. <laughs> ha. <laughs> that was the, yeah. she had a punctuated ha right at the end. She does her whole line of ha's and then she stops smiling. And she says, ha. <laughs> She's you couldn't get an actress to do this role the way that she did and it is so perfect in its badness you couldn't get a great actress to fake this kind of role it's just it's too good um man love her so, so darnell at this point he's he's going after the drummer right he's not yeah. out he doesn't get no scumbag, no, no does he? he's he's still there he's still down he's, oh, still, he's down still down in the, okay. in the grass with them and yep. they get hit with water balloons this is water actually, condoms well, uh, yes, water condoms. And this is the the second time we get there running through the field. But this time yeah. it's punctuated with an air hump. So at the yeah. end, they, they get a big air hump in. Now we find out the quirk for Dennis, the nerdy guy with the baseball hat. Turns out he likes baseball cards. He brings them with him wherever he goes and regales you with cool stats. <laughs> And these guys apparently just met him for the first time because they're surprised by this behavior yeah. that seems to be his only defining characteristic as a human it's being. His only defining characteristic of this whole movie. All he ever does is talk about. <laughs> he definitely. Wow, has... Wally Brennan hit a three fifty seven in nineteen eighty two. Yep. But what does that really mean to you? <laughs> like when they psychoanalyze. <laughs> well, then why don't you think about that before you open your big trap? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mike is now responding to mom when his girlfriend calls him mom <laughs> and he's still indecisive, which is very funny. Um, yep. And now the cards are wet because they got pelted by water balloons and Dennis is upset. <laughs> water balloons, his cards get covered in water and the evil singer lady laughs at that too. <laughs> at <some point. laughs> and, and then she's like, okay, I'm going to really seal the deal and this will really piss them off. Take a look at these. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you really showed them. Nobody likes boobs. Apparently, apparently in the trivia for this movie, they, they said they gave her, she made $100 to do that. So I don't know if that was just like paid on the spot, like that wasn't in there. And the producer was just like, ah, we just need boobs. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. I mean. It seems so shoehorned in. That's something this movie is missing. 
it does not have the typical gobs of nudity that these 80s movies yeah there's none except for that one quick little part despite it being riddled with hot chicks (laughs) yeah it's it's a very strange i mean especially considering how weird the psychologist's bathing suit is that lady she has the weirdest like she has this combination like the most conservative looking bathing suit and the most revealing looking bathing suit i've ever seen in my life (laughs) it's almost like she's wearing it backwards yeah it's just like (laughs) like there's I'm not a, complaining. <laughs> there's a lot of crotch in that. Oh, well, whatever. Um, so Darnell now decides that he's going in because... Because that drum is cute. <laughs> well, okay. His inner monologue is that the drummer is cute. And that he's going to go do this. <laughs> but when he's talking to his friends, his exterior motivation, I believe, is that he's going to go beat these ladies up? Question mark. Because he's like, I'm going to go take care of this. Don't you worry about it. It's like, what do you, what do you mean? What, what the fuck yeah. are you going to take care of? They threw water balloons at us. Let's just sit back down. They're probably out of condoms. Let's just fucking go back to what we were doing. Are you going to murder them? What's, yeah. I mean, to be fair, the the band themselves are driven to murder quite easily. <laughs> like yeah. Tina nearly kills Mike at one point. Oh, definitely. That's gleefully. So <laughs> and that scene, that scene goes on way too long. I mean, him hanging because- off the roof. Because that Adding. fucking that actor risked his goddamn life for a ninety thousand dollar movie called Doom Asylum. Mm. Jesus, can yeah, you imagine right. if he was crippled for life or something horrible yeah. happened to him? And like, Grandpa, how come you don't have legs anymore? Mm. Oh, I was working on a movie called Doom Asylum. It was it got, maybe you've heard of it. it no, got, no. <laughs> oh, it has one star on the IMDb. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Grandpa, you make bad decisions. Um, do I? <laughs> no. Maybe I do. No, I don't, I don't think, think do. so. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> here Mike shows off why he's got some sexy moves and is like, he picks up one of the broken condoms, holds it up to his girlfriend and says, eh, what do you say? And she says, but mom, that's incest. <laughs> that lands. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it lands, but I'm still not agreeing with the premise that he's <laughs> I, I love it. Just the basic premise is so it's out so there stupid. for me. It's yeah. hilarious. It's it is. Um this shit is nuts. Uh but okay. Darnell goes in to see the drummer, uh under the cover of maybe beating up the band, whatever. Uh and so he climbs up the stairs and here the music supervisor loses his fucking mind and he's like oh you want you want some rap music i've of course as a musician heard the the rap music um it goes bark do 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 bark 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 (laughs) right it's got like little little cute dog noises and like And then, uh, then yeah, Darnell... that, that's rap music. Go, go for it. Fucking yeah. beautiful. And then I can't remember what it was, but Darnell's quick rap that he does oh. before he gets killed. It's the worst oh. ever. Yeah, he decides at some point that she's like, oh, he's like, oh, you're making, you're making this, these. So this music is apparently he's hearing it too. Like, we're not the only ones hearing this music. And he's like walking down the hallway and he's like, uh, you must want me to freestyle. 
Well, <laughs> I, I've got some. I've got some great freestyles. Uh, oh, I click, hear a beat. I'm tick, walking on my feet. Dick. Uh, uh, <laughs> stick. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Good That's dope, right? <laughs> pretty good and then he gets murdered right after thankfully before he can continue on too far <laughs> i'm really surprised that this movie didn't pad it out with more rap like that to like because <laughs> it was super super quick like i don't think dude had any rap skills whatsoever i, I think i think that and was I think about it probably as good as he, longer if, they, right. if he did yeah but it's if so they hired painful. someone who could have could have done it yeah they would have but yeah that was <laughs> rough <laughs> but it did work to punctuate his death because there was definitely a moment where I was like, God, I hope he gets killed quickly. Oh, thank God. And then, and then the coroner after he kills him comes out. And he's like, I hate rap music. <laughs> it's fine, but you, you didn't hear any, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, so murderous lawyer watches an old public domain movie again, killing some more time. Constantly. Um, you know, but it's important because this is a movie where there's a landlord who has a mortgage due and he's trying to blackmail blackmail some lady and then some guy is moving to Australia. So it oh wait, no, sorry, just oh, shit. You, you, I was gonna say, you actually followed that shit. I like fast those, forward and every time the those were one hundred percent the plot points. I was like, Okay, write that down. What does that mean? No, nothing. Okay. Oh, it, oh, literally, he just pulled these out of a fucking hat. Doesn't give a shit. Got yes. it. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. No, uh, I was literally just fast forwarding through every time we had the black and white movies. Yeah. I, I, that was my same pee that I had when we covered Demons. Like, I was sick of watching the movie in the movie. You know, when they went to the movie but theater. But at least like, there was a point to that There was movie. a point this to that one, like, yeah. But at the same time, like, okay, literally just garbage. So this is total public domain, yeah. black and white 30s movies. The, the one thing when I was like, I want to know what these movies are, because I was kind of curious. So I tried mm -hmm. to look them up. I couldn't find them. And then I found this list of public domain movies. And I found all these movies from the 70s that were still in the public domain or are now <laughs> in the public domain. Mm -hmm. And I was really excited. I was like, oh, shit, I need to do something with Driller Killer. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's in the public domain now. Oh, weird. Fuck. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, anyway, back to the punk band. Our keyboard player has to go take a non-revolutionary leak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, singer asks her to take it there so they can watch, but doesn't give us her trademark laugh. Yeah. I was so sad. She's I, like, why don't you put it right here? And points to her mouth. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, gross. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so... She Real goes, punks pee in each other's yeah. mouth. <laughs> Ew. Uh, so she goes to the bathroom, spray paints while she's going. Uh, she's chanting that when the people are united, they'll never be defeated as she's going so through. Stupid. This way. <laughs> people are united, will never be defeated. As you usually chant by herself on the walk all of the alone going. We've got to get this idea that she has political opinions or this classic joke that our killer lands will not make any sense. I mean, it's just a, it's a Dennis Miller level current day, Dennis Miller level hilarious. Uh, okay. But I have a theory about this spray paint scene as well. Oh, yeah? So she's writing. I think that she fucked up. I think that it was supposed, she sees the men's room sign. She crosses yeah. it out. And I think she was supposed to write people's room because you know mm -hmm. you know yeah. chinese peoples and so she writes p e p and then they edit 
And it was like, because she's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, wait, no, you can can fix it. Put an R, make it an R, and then it'll be person's room. Person's room. Because that was like, they did stop right there. (laughs) That was right where the edit happened. Um, So good stuff. But she gets grabbed and keeps yelling revolutionary slogans as she's being (laughs) murdered. But then at the end, she admits that she's actually a Republican and she voted yeah. for Ronald Reagan. <laughs> so how does he kill her here? He he dips her face in like this, like acid. Acid, bath, yeah. The, what is it there for? <laughs> it almost looked like he was washing his hands in it, but there were two different sinks. So he had a giant drum of whatever this shit is dumped into one of the two sinks and he's washing his hands in the other one. I don't know if it was implied that it's like, I'm so evil and mutated that I use acid to wash my skin. <laughs> or if it was just, he was washing his hands in the regular thing. Gotcha. Don't know. Uh, but yes, Either it was way, acid. I thought the, makeup, I thought the, the effect of crate. Yeah, it was when fun. When he pulled her out. Yeah. Yep. That was fun. It was, it was one of the weaker of the effects, but it was still a good one. Um, so Yes. More more useless shtick from Dennis. He does some baseball card stuff. Whatever. Uh, Mike goes after Darnell. Or does he? Yeah, he does. I don't know. Maybe? Yes. Okay. So uh, he's like, I'm going to go. And she's like, he's like, but what about the legend of the whatever? And then somebody says, nobody ever got killed by a legend. <laughs> oh, there's yes. just... You've just told us there was tons of deaths and missing people around here. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, exactly. Somebody's getting killed by something. <laughs> yeah. So killer in the steam tunnel again. Killer flashes back, so we get more footage that was already pre-recorded. <laughs> We've seen it twice now. Like the, this movie is padded <laughs> to hell and back. Late in the movie, the killer even knocks somebody out, then goes and watches part of his movie before going back to him. <laughs> It also is like, I mean, more to the point of the the idea of like late essay on this movie. The first part of this movie is kind of crammed full of dialogue and jokes and mm-hmm. like they're trying to get stuff done. And then about halfway through, they're like, uh, they walk down a hallway and it's like, <laughs> fuck, tons of walking down hallways and they walk around. They pray in the fucking like they go to the church <laughs> inside the funny. asylum. They do if we all- get out of this, God, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> Money, <laughs> sex. <laughs> a charge card at Bloomies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now I've Mike- never heard anybody bargain sex with God before <laughs> for safety. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, you know what? That was another one that did land for me. Yep. <laughs> so uh, Mike walks in and Foley goes out of control or just like his footsteps are like crunching and crackling super loud. Kind of nice. More black and white movies. Really great. We're very excited about all that. Uh, and then Dennis wonders whatever happened to Willie McCovey. I mean, really what? And Kiki asks, who is Willie McCovey? Now that's comedy right there. He says, I wonder what happened to Willie McCovey. She says, who is Willie McCovey? Setup punchline. Just, I mean, it's gold. Wait, what? I have no idea what that meant. Okay, okay. I thought I was missing <laughs> they, a joke. They legitimately, like, they deliver it like it's a joke. And it's like, I felt like so much of this movie was like that, where they, like, set something up and you're like, I think they're 
kidding? Maybe? <laughs> I don't I don't really know. But uh yes. Dennis Wade loses Wade Boggs and he chases the card and does some stuff on the way to, to, to get it as it as it blows into the asylum. It's very funny. It's, it's a it, it's a little embarrassing. It's a little, it's, I felt a little embarrassed for that actor. Um, but uh, yeah, but he does it because he's a fucking trooper. So uh, he goes he's in a, there. And he uh, he gets driller killed. Yeah. By, by this effect. This effect is great. Was I could not honestly figure out what the fuck was going on here. Mm-hmm. That effect was like I, beautiful. I mean, like, it, like super, super effective. Yeah. Crazy effective. But this uh, is also, this movie has a problem. Uh, him and uh, the other girl, the psychiatrist, too. They both die, like, by not getting away. Like, he sees him with the drill, and he just starts, like, backing up. But then he just, like, stops against the wall, even though the open door is right there. He can jump out and run. Just like the psychiatrist, <laughs> when she, like, backs up and sits in that chair. And it's like... What are you sitting down for? Get up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this movie has, I mean, there's a lot of issues with probably safety of the location and all that stuff that are like, blocking must have been a nightmare. I don't want to mm. blame the director for the bad blocking and the weird stuff that goes on. There's a scene later on where they're like, okay, we're going to set up this tracking shot of you running down the hallway because there's a parallel hallway. So we're going to follow you behind the doors. And so the actor has to run so slowly. Yeah, I love this. His legs are like kind of kicking and every, up. And every, and every time you see him, when you actually see him and it's not covered by the wall, he's like, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> Running all slow, I'm coming. Yep. I thought that was great. <laughs> that was not intentional. No way. No, yes, totally. Really? I, I hope it was. That's a humor joke. Yeah. It might the funny, be. The, the funny run and the constant, every time you saw his him, I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I, okay. I love it. So uh, we find out that the killer's got his his ex's severed hand, and he starts padding the film with more flashbacks. And then Mike gets mad at Tina. Mike shows up on the roof where Tina and the rest of the band are, and he's like, where's Darnell? And she's like, I'm eating him, I guess, because she shows like a, a. This isn't pizza. actually a drumstick; it's a Darnell bone. Yeah, it's like delicious. She's, <laughs> she's eating a piece of chicken. She's like, ah, uh, he's delicious. I'm clearly murdered and eating him and breaded him up here somehow. <laughs> I don't get any of it, but uh, that that was the implication. And they get into a fight, like they full on just get into a knockdown, drag out brawl. Well, it's so funny too because. Uh, Tina does that move to him so many times or she like jumps up on his waist, you know, it still like, looks really good. Yeah. It's just like, but seriously, after you keep watching it, you're just like, Oh, come on. That move again, that move again. I think they probably shot the fight like three times and then just kept putting the same, oh, same scene. In I agree. I mean, but uh, and any other movie like this where like two untrained, like people who aren't trained for, for like film fighting, Yep. Fuck. Normally it would look terrible. This actually looked pretty decent. Yeah, for the I most was, part. I was there's actually few, pretty impressed. Hits. You yeah. know, the, she and then, gets, uh, she turns great him when every Tina time. Tosses him. Yeah, and it's great when she tosses him up on the rail and punches him right in the nuts. <laughs> what the fuck? And then yeah, and then that's where it turns from 
just a fight to a straight up murder attempt. I think it's I think it's time to murder this guy. <laughs> yeah, she just he just she just pushes this guy right off this giant three story roof and he's hanging there. And it sure as hell looks like he's actually doing that. Oh, he like, 100% was hanging off that roof. Yep. You could see where he was hanging from, too. There was, like, a crack in the wall, and he had some sort of harness thing on his... That was, like, going down his shirt somehow. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that looked so fucking unsafe. <laughs> like, beyond terrifying. But impressive. I'm, I mean, yeah. he did it, and he survived. So, I at least I think he did. Uh, so cool. So kudos to all of those people involved for not murdering that poor actor. You sure uh, this is safe? You got a harness. Yeah, but there's no rope. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Shut up. What more do you want from us? <laughs> oh, do you want a hundred dollars too? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Total for your performance in this film? No. Uh, so yeah, uh, Tina's given us a big dose of her trademark laugh, which is really delightful. And uh, and then we go back to the steam tunnel killer generic scenes. He's got to watch some TV again. <laughs> he does. But uh, now that Mike is clearly about to die, the other the remaining two girls who are outside decide to go in. So that is our psychiatrist and Kiki. Right. Yes. Yes. OK. Evil lawyer digs around in his doctor bag because he's not the coroner, but he they keep calling him that and whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't make sense. Tina laughs some more, which is great. Uh, the, <laughs> the drummer goes in and she's forced to say some really terrible lines about being a lonely chocolate single. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, and she finds... <laughs> His name sounds like music. <laughs> She like finds the part. skull of her keyboard player and then yes. gets strangled with a stethoscope. Um, there was nothing here. Uh, it was weird. I mean, honestly, in these kinds of movies, I, I feel like I'm blessed whenever you see like a person of color who is getting murdered in one of these movies and they don't do anything racist. I'm like, mm-hmm. we made it through. <laughs> All right. Great. Killer kept. Thank fucking God. We kept this. <laughs> We kept this from getting racist, but uh, it was weird. Um, what, just the laziness of the kill? Or? Yeah, like he strangles her with a stethoscope, and then she he lays her on the table and listens to her heart, and he's like, ha-ha, there's no heartbeats, because she's dead. And I, I don't know. He just loves to laugh. Our killer starts, like, from here on, he really picks up the whole laughing after all of his kills thing, mm-hmm. and then... He starts getting quips about two thirds of the way through. He starts getting better kill quips. Like he had one for, for Darnell, but like from here on, it's well, he, he was warming up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he, he's going to get along great with Tina. The two of them are going to have a wonderful laugh together at some point. <laughs> um, so Tina's looking for Godiva and Rapunzel. We get lots of POV killer cam and lots of pointless footage of the asylum because it's what they got and uh, they split up and the annoying psychiatrist lady goes off by herself because it's a horror movie and uh, she meets Tina who still has screaming and laughing to do. So the two of them scream (laughs) and laugh at each other. Uh, Killer produces a saw blade, uh, you know, and Tina has vanished for some reason after the psychiatrist lady goes into a room. This is very confusing. 
um, because she's not with her at this moment. They were together, then they were apart, and then they were together again. So basically, she just vanishes just in time for her to get murdered. So Tina leaves somehow. Works for me. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> she just isn't in the room at the time. Our killer shows up, and we get a brutal yeah. saw blade face murder. That, that effect looks incredible. 1,000% was cut in the 80s. There's no chance in hell this thing got in with an R rating with that thing in it. Oh, that yeah. was brutal. Um, I know this movie was chopped to hell for uh, for ratings, and this is the version that I saw, at least, was the Arrow version. Did you watch it on VHS? Uh, no, I, I have it on tape, but I watched it on YouTube here. That worked yeah, today. so it, probably was, it was probably the new the new uncut version. Because okay. I watched the uh, the Arrow yep. release of it. And that's so, uncut? Yeah, that's uncut. That has all the kills in it. Um, it was nice. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was a really nice transfer. Well, I wonder if I watched the rip of that, because the YouTube one looked nice and in widescreen, so I wonder if that was... It definitely seems like those tend to show up there, especially mm -hmm. now that Arrow has its own streaming service, mm -hmm. which I will recommend right now. I have it, and it's awesome. Yep. It has so much shit on it. <laughs> it's so good. So uh, the killer doesn't kill Tina because Mike arrives. So. And that doesn't, I didn't understand that either. Like, he was like, you're lucky. Yeah. This other guy that I could totally kill, but I'm not going to, I'm going to run away. I gotta, oh, my, my show's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. Um, I, yeah. I got nothing. And this is when, because the killer starts talking more here, you get more Jersey out of him, which is maybe my favorite part of him as a character is that he is like the Jersey killer. Like <laughs> he's got that Jersey accent and it's just like, he behaves like a Jersey. Hey, you're lucky. My chick's here. And then he takes off and it's like, I like this guy. Um, whatever. He doesn't kill Tina. And Mike thinks that Tina killed the psychiatrist lady. And he calls Tina Torpedo Tits for some reason. Yeah, you're in trouble now, Torpedo Tits. <laughs> Not I'm going to call the cops. I'm maybe I won't. Or maybe I'll call somebody. <laughs> that was when he was like, you're going to be in trouble. Not for me, but from somebody like the police, I'm going to call them or not. I don't know. Yeah. And this is that, this is that fun little, a little clever tracking. It looked like a dolly shot, but there's no way in hell they had a dolly for this movie. I mean, the, the little hallway thing with him and the funny yep. legs. It was nice. It was nicely done. It could have um, just been a, like a wheelchair. Somebody pushing somebody in a, in a wheelchair. You that know, was probably like that. exactly yep. what it was. They probably found the wheelchair there. That's <laughs> yeah, that was probably it. But it looked like it looked straight up like a like a regular dolly shot. So cool. yep. um, Kiki found Darnell dead and she beats the shit out of Mike here. Yeah. <laughs> that, again, you know what? I have to admit some of these are really working for me now that I'm remembering them. Like her moment of like just slamming him against the door. Yes. What happened? Mike? <laughs> <laughs> and his head's just slamming against the door. Okay. That landed for me too. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. More public domain shit happens after this point. And our killer grabs his bottle of velvet touch anesthetic. Tina finds Rapunzel and Godiva dead and barfs. <laughs> And, yeah, uh, what's what's the anesthetic? I don't get it. Like, why would he knock that guy out with it? Or 
That's what happened, right? Yeah, he put that big was, needle in his neck. It like, was what happened. But, like, it, you killed everybody else. Why would you just subdue this guy for... <laughs> just to cut off his toes, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she he wanted to slowly murder him in front of Kiki? I don't yes. know why. Yeah. He just does. Well, that's another thing about this movie. I mean, obviously, spoiler alert, this is Kiki's dad, you know, from... Stepdad. Stepdad? I mean, if if we're to assume that the divorce proceeding was... Because she's... When they're talking, they're like, oh, and I'm going to ship that... that brat of mine off to a boarding school. And so when gotcha. she says that, oh, I yeah. think we're supposed to assume that the that's the lawyer for her divorce and they're running off together after they divorced her actual dad. That's my, and I love that for some reason, Kiki knows that now, like later on near the end, she's like, you were going to ship me to a boarding school. Like, how did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) They only brought it up right before the car crash. Yeah. That you weren't in. Um, But, uh, shit, where's that going? It's because she played her mother. So that's how she knows. So she was there for that. Gotcha. Gotcha. All makes sense. Total sense. <laughs> okay, so this is that scene of uh, our remaining characters in the chapel praying so that they could get that decent line about if she gets out, she she'll give him anything he wants. Money, sex, a charge card at Bloomies. Come um, on, God, I'll have sex with you if you let me live. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting proposal. Uh, yeah. Uh, so more POV, and Tina grabs a big cast iron pipe, And this is when we start as an audience questioning why no one is leaving the fucking asylum. So everyone has made the decision to go pray instead of leaving, grab weapons instead of leaving, do literally anything instead of just leaving the fucking asylum. You know, I I never thought of that. And we don't we don't have that prerequisite. Um car won't start scene or anything like that. There's there's nothing. There's no reason. Never even think to. They're Sorry, not we went to this place for no reason. We might as well stay here. <laughs> they never have a moment of saying, we've got to kill this bastard. You know, we've got to stop him before he does whatever. You know, like if they were like, oh, okay, we're going to stop his reign of terror or whatever. But they're not. They're just like, yep. okay, back to wandering the halls with no <laughs> no end in sight. We know that the doors of this place are so flimsy that even like our weeniest guy can like knock down the door by accident. So whatever. Um, So Kiki gets tied up by the murderer and more public domain shit happens. Killer drags Mike to the autopsy table. Well, yeah, well he, he he stabs Mike in the neck with the anesthetic, knocking him out. He ties up, he ties up Tina and then he goes back to watch some more TV. He ties up Kiki. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ties up Kiki. Tina and then he goes still, back to watch TV. Yeah. Like, he's like, ah, oh, okay, I got my girl tied up. Got her boyfriend drugged. Oh, my show's on. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has a problem. Yeah. <laughs> he, needs, he needs help. Um, so, uh, Killer is just snipping off Mark's toes, saying this little piggy went to market. Snip. That's like one of the only oh, scenes snip. I don't really like that much. I mean, it's not, it, that, cle- it's not that clever, and torture is not that fun. That so torture like that porn one. is so stupid, and yeah. This, so that that whole that whole scene kind of took me out of it for a little bit. Yeah, not it's a like fan. All, yeah. And it was, I mean, the movie is so silly just in general that this scene feels out of place. Exactly. Um, and so, okay, Tina shows up, and 
we have an axe versus metal pipe fight and it's actually pretty fun you know i was i was okay with it um tina gets the better of him eventually but she doesn't kill him because it's a horror movie and you don't ever kill anybody and this (laughs) some of this movie i feel like this movie was like half killer tomatoes in a lot of places like it had a lot of that in fact mike the character entirely felt like somebody who was dragged directly out of a killer tomatoes movie oh totally like he he could have been placed as like the romantic lead in any of the killer tomatoes movies without any any problems whatsoever um but so tina has basically bested this guy he's unconscious on the floor but damn it she turns on the body processor by accident (laughs) wouldn't you know it and then it turns out that if you turn right next to the body processor is the conveyor that sucks you directly in without. And this is another scene, just like a baseball kid just backed up against an open door and got killed. Psychiatrist just sat down and got cut. Tina falls on the conveyor belt and she just stays there stiff as a board screaming instead of like trying to crawl (laughs) off it maybe. (laughs) Yeah. And also this, this body processor um, what is this? <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, I feel like it's inefficient design is what it what it really suffers from more than anything, because she's sucked into this thing and she's dragged 20 or so feet down a conveyor belt. And there's like, I don't know, six, seven edits in there while she's being dragged down there. And nothing happens during any of those edits. It's not like it steams her and then yep. it like, you know, peels off her skin and then it does this and does this. She's. <laughs> just fine going hey i can't get out of the body processor hey i still can't get out of the body processor <laughs> hey, i'm still here this <laughs> i'm fun. still here just, just 35 feet from where it's i started the cube. <laughs> and, then, and then the last step which could be the only step i feel like just cut out all of those all of those beginning steps mm-hmm. and go straight to the cube process part yep. i feel like they're just, it's just over designed is what i'm saying and the cube is hilarious too with their hands sticking up and then like the cartoon spring from like a car. <laughs> uh maybe a reference to Top Secret? I don't know. Still pretty good. Um all I could think about this movie while I was watching it was how much like I bet this movie is fucking huge in Japan. I was thinking how like if this movie was if I was watching this in Japanese And it was like entirely written in Japanese and then translated. And I just had to go, I'm missing something culturally. It would blow my fucking mind. Like, like how uh, wild zero feels where you're like, Mm -hmm. I think I'm missing like two or three things of context here because this doesn't make any sense, but I love it. I feel like it would be this movie would be much more enjoyable in a foreign language translated back into English (laughs) just for me Uh, either way. (laughs) uh, So this and my next problem with this movie, Kiki sucks like she's awful. We as an audience don't really like Kiki, you know, like I don't feel like she's ever set up to the point. She's not a real person. Like, well, right. She isn't, she isn't given any kind of depth of character whatsoever. All she's we just, know about her bizarre. is, is yeah. that she's bizarre and that she calls her boyfriend mom and uh, and basically that she's just completely vapid. She 
I can't remember what her two her two moments of like super vapid whatever were where she didn't know what anesthetic was or something. There were two words that she was like, oh, yeah, it's this. And she's like, so they're they're portraying her as being dumb as a post. And it's like, so she's our final girl. And we're like, I don't really care if you live or die. (laughs) I really don't. But whatever. Uh, So the killer thinks that she's Judy. And he chases her around. He's like, I killed all of them for you. Aren't you grateful? Why? Like, Why? This, the you motives think... don't make any sense. Like, right. I mean, I... I'm your stepdad. <laughs> I love you, but not you. I love the Judy right. that you look like. But I still know you're not Judy. So I killed all your friends for, for you. Because you, you would have wanted that. Cause yeah. I don't it's... think anybody wanted that. <laughs> It would I make love... sense to be ki- it would make sense to be killed off the punk band because it was like they were messing right. with you. So I did yep. that. But yeah, why would she take out every he take out everybody? No <laughs> clue. I mean, I feel like this is that time. This is that time in slasher movies where slasher movies had been around for so long <laughs> that there were these built-in motivations that you just said you just ignored everything. You didn't care because you're like, I know what Jason does. And so you make a movie and you're like, well, I killed them all for you. Why? That's what they do. They kill them all. Even though in Friday the 13th, he had a motivation and there was a reason why he was killing. You you know what this movie is? Uh, You know that internet meme where it's like, I forced a hundred bots to watch, (laughs) (laughs) to to watch Batman. And then now I wrote a movie. Like this is like, I forced a hundred bots to to watch nothing but slasher movies (laughs) and then write one. (laughs) So it's just got like all the, every yeah everything it does it has every trope but they're all just wrong they're Mm -hmm. all just like slightly askew it's just just left of center of the way that it should be in a Mm -hmm. horror movie and again that's why this is such a special movie is again because they didn't put the the thought into it because they had no money and they were you know they did what they could with what they that, had. That answers the bucket of guts question too in the beginning. Like the bot writing the autopsy. <laughs> he cuts up autopsy. Autopsy's messy. They dump bucket of guts everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> bucket of guts falls. Oh, oh my God. So good. So she basically is like, okay, she at least has the presence of mind to be like, yeah, I'm Judy. So cool. And when he goes in for a kiss, she knees him in the groin and then runs off. He kind of catches up to her, but then falls to his knees crying. He's so sad. He's clutching some sort of article or something about the mother. And the, uh, she's like, you really loved my mother, didn't you? We had it all. We were going <laughs> to live together. Yeah. And you were going to send me to boarding school while you and mom hightailed it to Palm Beach, you slime. She grabs her mirror, stabs him in the eye. Yep. Uh, and she wanders off. Totally unfazed by the whole thing. And that's it. Yep. Except for some more public domain shit just to make it feature length. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. They end with that stupid black and white in the end. (sighs) Yep. So. Yeah. That was that. that, That's a movie. Dumb. Dumb. It's it's hard to talk about this movie, too, because there's such no content. It's just like (laughs) kids show up to place, get killed. Yeah, that's why this is. One gonna, girl walks away. <laughs> this this movie cool. or this podcast is going to clock in at about an hour, which is like a half hour shy Very short for us for usually. And yeah. so, but it's it's because just start padding out with there's twenty five minutes dude. of literal nothing. 
where they just either show a black and white movie or footage that we've already seen or someone walking down a hallway looking at the beauty that is this abandoned asylum, which again, the asylum looks great. It does look great. I mean, and the part of this, the part of this that was kind of missing from this was the fact that they were nonplussed by the asylum and that they were just like, we're going to hang out outside. I would have loved if this was like about them going into the asylum and it was about them exploring it. And you could kind of get some sort of feel of them enjoying this crazy thing where they, you know, look at this. They still have this table and this thing is still here and all these things are still working and all, you know, like, Mm-hmm. that would have been a lot of fun, but instead we see it from way back and it's just like these, these shots of a big spooky room, but we never get down and dirty with anything and we never yeah. actually see them seeing anything and acknowledging the presence of creepy medical equipment or any of this kind of stuff that could have, I feel like would have brought a lot to it. They, yeah. They don't ever explain why they're even going there. Like there's, there's no part of their trip that the asylum plays in whatsoever. It's like, just like, why would you, why would you pick out a abandoned asylum for your picnic area? We wanted to get drunk in some grass, and so we figured we'd go as close to our best friend's trauma site as possible. <laughs> I wanted to be as close to the place where my mom died as I could I don't, be. I don't even think they were drinking beers, were they? They weren't even going out to get drunk. They, they were weren't. Going on You're a, right. A picnic. Yeah. <sighs> and obviously, an abandoned asylum is usually people's first pick for a picnic spot. Dude. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we were all stupid <laughs> when we were younger. I mean, oh, yeah. I know that I used to go out I with I my would, friends. I guess, yeah, yep. that would make sense. I would do something stupid like we that. We used to school. go out and, and like hang out at this, at this location in the woods in northern Maine. It was mm-hmm. called Nike Site. You know, just do it. It's a Nike Site. You know, like Nike missiles because there were decommissioned nuclear weapons there. That's where we used to hang out was the old abandoned Nike missile site. Seriously? Uh, yes, 100%. Uh, and they just called it Nike site, you know, because kids are wacky. And then later in life, you kind of realize, oh, right, there were fucking Nike missiles there. <laughs> so, you know, uh, when I have horrible cancer, I'll know why. Um, yes. It will be either that or whatever happened to me working at Portland Housing. One of the two. <laughs> but yeah. So this is Doom Asylum. It's so yeah. Uh, the director's done some other fun stuff too. I was seeing. He did a uh, Scared Stiff. That's a goodie. Uh oh. Oh no. That means we're gonna have to do Scared Stiff. I would totally do Scared Stiff. I think he did another movie that we've watched that we've done before on this too. Yeah, he did something else that we did. Fuck. What was it? And it was something okay. Yeah. Oh, I forgot man. too. Yeah, I we're pretty good at this, huh? Yeah, we're <laughs> listen, man. I just got off a fucking eight and ten hour work shift. <laughs> I don't know which end is up. Nope. <laughs> so uh, it's a good thing I took notes because otherwise I'd be totally fucked right now. Well, it's a, again, it's, it's a tuppy because it's just like kid gets killed. This kid gets killed. Yeah, <laughs> he it watches is. TV. This guy gets killed. Uh, yeah. But I still, I love the movie. Um, another no. fun fact: the uh, the killer is the same actor that played the. The man with 27 noses in Basket Case 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Just a fun little tidbit. <laughs> That's really <laughs> funny. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Now now I'm curious. I can't help it. I'm clicking on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Richard Friedman is the director. Yep. And also, one of the 
one of the stars has been in everything. Well, the psychiatrist is the uh, is one of the girls from Sex in the City. <laughs> Kristen Davis. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's crazy. Tina and uh, Patty Mullen uh, were both um, in Penthouse, I think, or oh, Playboy, weird. or one of those. Okay. Patty Mullen and the girl that played Tina. Yeah, Tina was a Playboy playmate, I think. That seems so, right. Which is which is also kind of weird that they've got these centerfold girls, but no nudity or or barely any. Huh. Yeah, that is weird. I don't get it. Okay, so also, <laughs> this director did episodes of Monsters. Awesome. Yeah, but the thing that, The thing that we did was Phantom of the Mall. That's, That's right. his other That's movie. The <laughs> they trusted him with Phantom of the Mall money, which I think that movie had a pretty decent budget from the way that it looked. That movie, again, had strange motivations with a killer, too. Like... <laughs> Hey, oh. instead of just like confessing that I'm still alive, <laughs> maybe I'll kill all your friends and try to hook back up with you again. <laughs> I mean, that's cool, right? That's cool. <laughs> that's going to be cool, right? <laughs> Ladies like that, don't they? Yes. Also, I love the fact that he did episodes of Baywatch Nights and Silk Stockings. <laughs> that definitely makes sense with a lot of this. And uh, <laughs> it's all that. And then it's like, but how do we know he's from New Jersey? Oh, he directed a Billy Joel video. <laughs> Definitely from New Jersey. Gotcha. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, man. Fun, fun yeah. movie. It is fun. This is, a, this is our second shorty we've done in a row, too. Wasn't last week's really short, too? Yeah, it was. That was another one that was just like nothing. Oh, and that movie was short as shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, listen, man. We're getting we're getting twice the twice the work done by doing it this way. It's efficiency. Fucking- um yeah next week we should do scared stiff yeah i do that cool that's great um so yeah follow us at funbox monster podcast and at coast city comics and uh buy things from the website yes and i am at awkward bhsv uh, yes and also buy things from coast city comics website (laughs) coastcitycomics.com we sell comic books and we sell toys and we sell horror stuff and we sell movie posters and all sorts and of sweatshirts crap. and t-shirts. I'm yeah, wearing one we of each right now. So many <laughs> t-shirts and sweatshirts and things like that. Um, and I'm working on the next magazine finally. So we're, we also have our own magazine. Oh, and sweet. even though everything has been fucking insane, I've decided I don't care. And I'm going to fight against all of this stupidity and I'm going to continue. I'm going to make another goddamn magazine. Don't nice. care. And I'm going to write another goddamn article for it. Hell yeah, you are. It's so pick up the last two monster, uh, Funbox Monster Emporium magazines where you can read my VHS-themed articles. Absolutely. And this one's great. And I actually, I realized that I had a really long Lloyd Kaufman interview that didn't make the last one. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. I'll just put Lloyd's interview in the next one. Um, and I'll edit out all the things where he yells about the Clintons. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll, it'll sound like it's totally topical. And it'll sound like he's not completely insane. Oh, this was... This was eight months ago. <laughs> like, what? Oh, he was yelling about the Clintons eight months ago. Seriously? I, I love Lloyd to death, but yeah, it was, yeah. it made sense in context, but he's just like, you know, he's, he's an angry dude and he's angry about a lot of weird shit. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, and he's angry about a lot of shit that makes sense too. So there's that too. But yeah, it's, you'll have to, 
have to see yes. it. It is. Oh. It's a lot of like referring to massive multimedia conglomerates as Satanists and like. Oh yeah, for Satan <laughs> worshiping, Satan worshiping <laughs> AOL Time Warner. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't the know. World will go I, back to normal one day, and he can come back up. And... God, I fucking hope so. I hope I Ari get to in the see. Shop. I hope yeah. I get to see him again. Um, yeah, it's been forever, and he, <laughs> I don't know how Pat puts up with him, especially now that he's stuck in the fucking house all day. <laughs> she must be losing her goddamn mind. <laughs> um, she is the best, though. Yep, they're both pretty nice folks. Um, anyway, do all those things. Check out all our stuff, and uh, and we will see you next week with another amazing movie by the same director, and we'll see what's up. Scared, stiff. Oh Look yeah. Out. Stop the spider. <laughs> Stop the spider. <laughs> oh, fuck! I want scared stiff back. <laughs> God, I'm cool. selling so many pinball machines these days. Maybe I can trade one in for a scared stiff. There you go. And maybe it'll be open to play someday. God, maybe. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay. Have a good evening, and I will see you next week. Thanks, man. Always a pleasure, Mom. See ya. <laughs> oh. All right, Mom. Good night. Peace.